When we think about the body, we don't often think about dreams. But psychologist Arnold Mandela has famously talked about how the dream body is part of our experience that connects the deepest levels of our psychological being to the deepest levels of our embodied being. So in this episode today, I want to talk a little bit more about my experience of dreaming and the body and ways that you can bring the connection of your dreaming life, your body, and your connection to the world. Enjoy. So I want to tell you a story about my friend Deb. One morning I was awakened by a dream and the dream was about my friend Deb. We were sitting in this nice older restaurant, kind of a European feel to it. And Deb's husband and her daughter were sitting there with me and we were waiting for her. And they told me that she was going to be a little late because she had been having to do a lot of organizing around somebody who just recently died and she'd be along soon. Eventually Deb comes into the restaurant and I get up to greet her. I haven't seen her for a long time. And I say, is it okay if I give you a hug? And she says, yes. And so I give her this nice long hug. This is one of those dreams where the hug was just very sensory. It felt to me like I was actually there. It's a very body connected feel and I just savored it for a long moment. I hadn't seen her for so long and then I remember that here we are standing in a restaurant and so I become self-conscious and depart from the hug and go to sit down. And that's when I wake up and remember that my friend Deb is in the hospital with a massive aneurysm and that her family are making the unfortunate decision to remove her from life support that very day. It was an incredible loss to all of us who knew her that she died so suddenly. A woman of 68 who, in the middle of her day, dropped to her living room floor and 10 days later died in the hospital with her husband holding her in his arms. And yet in the midst of that loss, I still have the feeling of the dream in my body. There's something about dreams that, like everything else in life, they have a sensory feel to them ways in which we can feel their effect on us. It might be a dream where you're running around in life, perhaps a kind of anxiety dream, or maybe it's got you immersed in some incredible, bizarre adventure. Every imaginal experience that we have in our dreams is also going to have some feel that it leaves us with. You don't always get the sensory connection in the dream as strongly as I did in the hug with my friend. But still, if you sit with the image of the dream, you'll find that sooner or later, you'll start to feel the effect of the dream awakening its sensory web within you, how it affects you even in this moment. It seems that often it can be the power of the dream that the dream is bringing you a situational experience, a way of being in the world. In some metaphorical or associative way, it is telling you something about ebb and flow in your life by how that is experienced in your body. Without having to interpret a dream, you can just let it have its effect on you. And that in itself starts to adjust you, 
starts to reorient you in your life. Now, sometimes that effect can be pretty strong. The feeling of connecting with Deb has left me with a sense of connection with her, which is a real balance for that sense of loss. It leaves me with the feel that I know her in my being in a much stronger way than perhaps I might have otherwise. And it's a really lovely, lasting gift for a relationship that lasted decades. So in those kinds of dreams, it's obvious. There's a message that's pretty straightforward. But there are other kinds of dreams that are a little more ephemeral, a little more elusive. And it's subtlety where you might not be quite sure. It's like a homeopathic dose that you just let it work on you without quite knowing what it is. And yet you can feel the effect of those dream images by how it affects you during your day. At some moment in your day, you remember the dream and you notice oh, it catches my breath in just this way, or it drops me into my stomach in this way, or it shifts my thinking, my perspective on how the world is to me in this particular moment. And even though, like so many experiences in life, it will eventually wear out its potency, the fact that you remembered it when you woke means there must be something that's still working on you, and that just by being with its sensations, with how it affects your breathing, you start to allow it to work its way on you just a little bit more and to feel how it orients you what its meaning is in your life. Now, in the nine weeks of the Embodiment Project, I tend to spend a lot of time focusing on the first few weeks because they really are the foundation. We build on basic skills of simply noticing yourself, exploring how you're affected when you're walking down the street or in conversation where you might be in danger of losing yourself. Through exploring the sensations of movement of your contact with surfaces, you start to build an articulation of how you engage with your universe that forms a foundation, a basis for moving forward through the slings and arrows of life. Building an exploratory awareness of your interaction with the physicality of life helps build a foundation from which you can start to explore the sensory effect of non-physical engagements as well, of your connections in life. Now, it could be the way you experience another, sharing a trauma or tremendous joy, or you might feel confused or depressed about interactions in life. When you allow the sensations of your experience to be a medium for your engagement, it allows you to feel the interaction in your own body. It allows you to be a little more present to how you need to be with it. A sensing pioneer, Charlotte Silver, would ask her students in workshops to go out and feel the grass under their feet and to feel the air coming into their lungs and to feel the way that movement is moving at this moment and asking, how does it want to be? But she would also say to her students, do the same thing with the newspaper that you pick up in the morning. Notice how that headline affects you, how you are with those engagements with life that aren't just about the direct physical sensory connections. Because in the end, it's the wash of those kinds of experiences that come up through the news, or what comes through TV, 
what comes through all the noises, the voices around us that ends up affecting how we organize within ourselves. As important as it is to have our sensations of contact that help locate us physically in this moment, we also need to be able to face the world as it is. The world needs us to engage with it from that place of sensory engagement. Each experience that we have, whether it comes from our experience of a dream or our engagement with another, is a place where you can explore the how am I in relationship to this. You may be sitting in the quiet of a room or in a field of birds around you or sitting with a group of people in a difficult conversation where you're struggling to find your place, your voice. But in each instance, it's possible to feel the effect of that experience in your being, on your being, to feel what it's like to meet with it. Building from your foundation exploration of noticing yourself in this moment, the sense of surfaces around you, the sensations of your movements that locate you more fully in each relationship. And from that foundation, you move out into engaging with the world. And so it is with the dreams. Each one has a different quality. Every engagement with another, every movement in a dream has its own signature feel of experience. How does your breath want to engage with the field of experience that you're in? Is this a dream landscape or relationship that you can relax into or one you pull back from? Close your eyes and explore the scene. How much is the ground there for your feet? What is it like to hold the image of someone in the dream in front of you and sense them in your field of awareness? Does that affect how they impact you? How you respond to them? And just as when you explore the sensations of touching this particular couch or your foot on the floor, you can feel into the field of an interaction and to feel what wants to respond within you, how you want to be with it. Each image has a sensory life. Meeting with your inner sensory imaginal realm allows it to awaken more fully to you and helps you become a little more alive in how you engage with each moment in the day. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Embodiment Project. If you want to know more about the Embodiment Project, you can go to our website, somaticsinstitute.com, S-O-M-A-T-I-C-S institute.com, and go and look at the different pages where there are writings and podcasts, and of course, access to the Embodiment Project itself. And of course, it's always helpful if you share these podcasts with your friends and pass them around so that the word of how we can move into embodiment in everyday life becomes a little bit more available to each of us. Thank you for being there.